Schooltech Hurley's the only GA approved synthetic Hurley on the market are now proud sponsors of the Backdoor GAA Club Hurling Championship Show. Cooltech Hurleys come in sizes from size 24 right up to size 36, with colour options available from size 24 up to size 32. Buy online at www.cooltech.ie. Another uh, jam-packed week here on the club hurling championship talk uh, with Roy Jacob, brought to you by Cooltech Hurleys. Um, four massive finals this weekend. Um, well, three finals actually, and two semi-finals. Um, this weekend, and I suppose we'll start with the capital, Rory. Um, Ali Bowden did the worst start possible first day out, but they've really recovered well, showed their experience, their know-how. Kula were doubted after Nafina, but have really showed well after, and it's two sides with huge experience going into this game. Yeah, sure. I suppose, Paul, you're dead right. There, there, there are two teams in the championship that probably didn't start the way they were want, that, that, that they wanted to start, and they were they were they were kind of, as you said, maybe questioned. Especially, especially Barry Bowden were questioned big time after the first game against Kilmacud, where they were, I suppose, on national TV, and they kind of got got a good scutching there from from Kilmacud, and everybody was sort of writing them off, and then. You know, Kula were in the background playing through their group games and they were beaten by Nafin and, you know, people were kind of the same thing, questioning them. And Kula haven't maybe been questioning a lot in Dublin in the last few years, but, you know, at the, at the end of the day, uh, class always comes through. And, you know, they're probably the two, they are the two dominant teams in, in, in Dublin for the last maybe 15 years. And, you know they're back. They're back in a final. I, th- I believe it's the first final that, that they've ever met in the two of them, which is kind of unbelievable for 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 two teams like them. But you know, I, I as I said, class and experience showed through in the end, and 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 they got through to a a mouthwatering final of the weekend. Yeah, and I suppose like looking at these two teams, what you're probably going to be expecting here is a huge physical battle, and um, both sides will obviously be looking to move the ball as quickly as possible into the um, full forward lines because with Conal Guinea on one side and Conal Callan on the other side, they want to make hay when the sun shines. But in saying that, you probably could be looking here at a final where it's probably going to be congested around the middle third and like the primary possession is going to be vital because both sides aren't going to play open because they know if they do, they will be punished. Well, you can be definitely sure of that. When any any game that's in Parnell Park, Paul, is going is going to be congested. To be honest with you, you know, maybe people from around the country who haven't been in Parnell Park maybe wouldn't realise it. But you know, it's 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 a good bit tighter than 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 in any normal hurling pitch around the country. You know, it's 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 a sport. It's a pretty long field, but the but the width of it would be would be way off. Maybe maybe the Crow Parks, the Torlises, even the Parky Queeves, or any of the places, Tullamore, any of them, they would be a lot bigger fields for for Hurland than, than Parnell Park. So it's a real, it's a real sort of battlefield. It's a real dog eat dog sort of a place, and the Dubs absolutely love it up there. That's the that's the thing about them. They love playing in Parnell Park. You ask any of the players, they always love it. So the Cool and Ballyboden lads will be no different this weekend. They'll be. They, they they'll be one. They, they'll definitely be brought out to 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 uh, filter into the middle third of the field, and whoever can win that battle is going is going to go a long ways towards winning it. You know, for Ballyboden this weekend, really, 
Like, if you're looking at it for me, I think they're going to have to bring it into a dogfight, to be honest with you. I think that's going to be their, 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 their main aim this weekend, to try and bring it into that battle, to try and keep, keep it as tight as possible. Like, against Nafina, they only conceded 12 points, I, I, I think. And, you know, Nafina had been shooting the lights out a good bit in the last few weeks in Dublin and, and, and they shut them down pretty well and I think that'll be their aim this weekend to keep Kula keep Kula quiet to stop them from humming like if you open up the game again too much against Kula they, they have a lot of weapons there and so Conor Callahan no, no better man there in the full forward line who's going to make hay so they, they'll be They'll be looking to keep it very, very tight, but that's that's kind of easier said than done against a, a, a cooler team who have all the experience and all the guile. And you know, it's it's going to be a big ask for Ballyboden, but you know, I think this game is going to be very close. Yeah, and Ballyboden, I suppose, since the Kilmacud game, um, beating Craig Kieran was huge for them, um, because that was obviously a tough game in the group stages. Um, but then to beat Vincent comprehensively, and in the end. Beth Nafina fairly comfortably in the semi. But one thing since that Kilmacud game is really like any, they're building up big leads. Like, and once Ballyboden seems to get ahead, they really start to drive it on. And I suppose that's what they'll be looking to do against Kula because really, if you're, if you're bringing Kula into a shootout, there's only going to be one winner there. Like, Ballyboden really need to hit the ground running, I suppose, and build up some sort of a lead because we've seen Luke and Brock Kula into a shootout and with Kula's class and the, even David Tracy's free-taking, like, if, if they're bringing that into a shootout, um, David Tracy, the form he's in, probably going to nail every one of them. Yeah, I think the comments made by Joe Fortune after the semi-final were were telling for me, to be honest with you, he's, he's, he, he was interviewed after and he, and he made the case that he said, we, we, we've, worked, we've worked a lot on our defence since the, since the, since the Kilmacud game. And I think that's been, that's been their big focus, I think, all the way through the championship, to, to tighten it up at the back. They were very, very open against Kilmacud in the first round. And de- definitely with a team, maybe that's a little bit ageing and, and, and things like that. If you open up the game, too much, your, your your legs will probably let, get caught in the end, and that's what happened to him against Kilmacud. So they've decided since then to get back to basics, to to shut up shop, you know, and 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 to to keep it very very tight. And you know, as they say, what what is it? Defense, defense, defense wins championships, you know, and that, that that's that's what it's going to come down to this weekend. Can can they can they keep? Cooler maybe to to a, to a manageable score of maybe 16, 17 points. You know that's that's going to be the key for him. I don't see Ballyboden to be honest getting a getting a huge score. I don't see I don't see I don't see a, they're, they're they're more of an economical type of a team in the forwards rather than maybe a, a team that shoots the light out. You know Paul Ryan there he puts away his freeze very very well. Keeney's a worker and he and, and he wins a lot of ball and you know he he'll get three or four points and then there's there's other players around the field like David Garman and Paul Doherty who are who are good forwards as well but they're not really they're not really he- real heavy scorers you know they're more they're more e- an economical type of a team so I think their focus this weekend would be very much on yeah start the game well keep it tight you know keep keep in the game and and maybe with 10 10 15 minutes left if they're there to to, to push on you know uh, against against uh against Lucan or against Lucan in the semi final Lucan pu- pushed Kula very very close you know they were they they pushed him until the last 10 or 12 minutes and you know probably they're maybe they're a little bit of 
not I wouldn't call it experience, but their maybe lack of real belief in themselves probably didn't get them over the line, Luke, and to push on against Kula. I don't think Ballyboden will lack any belief if they get get within 10 or 15 minutes left, you know. They've are seriously impressive players all through their through their team, the Keenies, the Durkins, Paul Rhines, Simon Lambert. You know, I even saw Stephen Heine coming back on last week. He he, he played in the semi final. So th- those lads are those lads are old war horses, and they'll they'll know how to get over the line if if they're in with a chance with ten minutes left. And I I think if they are in with a chance, they're they're going to push it very very hard. Exactly, and I suppose one thing Bally Bowden would probably be looking to do is really maybe hold a few players back and probably go direct with Paul Ryan and Conal Keeney um, at the edge of the square a two-man for forward line possibly and could that be the way for them to play with numbers back and break and leave Ryan and Keeney inside to try and exploit Kula? Well sure in theory yeah I, I, I think I think that's that, that's a good theory but the, pra- the practice of it is, is a little bit different you know Kula, Kula have a have a serious athletic team out around in the middle of th- middle third of the field. You know the 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 Sean Sean Tracy was very impressive the last day in the semi final. Jake Malone, you know Sean Moran is out there. Darrell O'Connell, all these fellas are out there. You know and yeah, if if you bring back numbers and and you play it long into the two lads, yeah, that 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 seems good in theory. But the problem with that could be if the guys are not able to win it maybe the first time. Is there enough players up the field then to back them up and get onto the breaking ball? You know, I remember playing cool ourselves in 15 in a Leinster final and we, we were with a strong wind in the first half and, you know, we played a good few long balls into the full forward line and really it didn't it didn't pay much dividends for us and we had we had as good a ball winners as a Connell Keeney in, in Garrett Sinnott playing full forward for us and it didn't really work for us. So, you know, they'll be well able for that tactic, I think, Kula. I think the key against them really is is shutting it down at the back and then your use of the ball has to be very, very smart. You know, you have to you have to find find your players well, you have to you have to move it through the lines well and then when you have an opportunity, find a good, accurate, quick ball into the full forward, maybe in front of Keeney into his hand and that's the key lumping it down on top of these fellas you know I don't I don't think that really really works to be honest with you I think against an experienced team like like Akula Keen O'Callaghan and these guys in the full back line you know they, they, they're no mugs and they're not going to just let Keeney and them walk all over them if there's just balls being lumped on top of them so it has to be it has to be smart you have to play it through the lines but de- definitely, if if Valley Bowden are going to win, they're going to they're going to have to get their their fair share of balls into the full forward line, and those guys are going to have to have to do their job as well. Yeah, um, just looking at some of the matchups, probably defensively, you'd expect James Madden, Dublin senior hurler, who's featured heavily cornerback, probably to pick up Conor Callan. Sean Moran been featuring this year in the half forward line for Kula. Maybe Shane Durkin could go on him. Um, and then maybe Simon Lambert and David Tracy, and I suppose if they can if they can break even with more and Tracy, but more especially Con because he's such an outlet. He'll get he, like in the football. Anytime he gets the ball, he'll go straight for goal. So really, if they can break even with them three matchups, room with a huge chance here. But in saying that, there's other players that can step up for Gula, and it it show understand to depth. Young Jeremy O'Flynn came in and wing forward and the amazing thing is Colin Cronin didn't even start last day. Yeah, sure. They just have they just have strength in numbers, you know, sure they're a 
they're 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 a super club at this stage in the sense of a soccer team. They're like a Man City or somebody like that. They just have players coming 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 left, right, and centre. You know, they have they have I suppose a league of nations playing with him in certain ways. You know, there's lads from lads from everywhere playing with him. So it's a huge it's a huge advantage. But the 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 real man to look at, you know, you're right on all those matchups out, out around the field and all that, and, and and there will be a big big amount of that going on. But the the real key is Con Con O'Callaghan, really. If you can if you can hold Con O'Callaghan, which is very very difficult, you're going to have a chance. And as you said, maybe James Madden, a fellow who's played with the Dublin Footballers, is, is will be able to match him maybe physically. And that's the key with with Con. To be honest, he's he's so fast, he's so elusive, and then when he gets the ball, he just runs down your throat with it. And and a lot of a lot of fullbacks have 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 struggled. The best fullbacks in the country have have struggled on him. So if you can if you can cut out the supply into Con and 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 possibly possibly I think if I was looking at it this weekend, you 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 might have to look at maybe playing a sweep or somewhere around Con as well. Maybe maybe he likes the ball maybe to be to be played either on the, a lot of the time out to his left hand side where he's gone out to control it there and 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 and, and take it on from that side. So if I was if I was uh, Bally Bowden this weekend, to be honest, I'd, and Joe Fortune definitely wouldn't be listening to the likes of me, but I'd be I'd be thinking about that left hand side of the pitch whether I'd be playing a sweeper or a wing back who sits in that pocket. I think that's that's the key area. You know, you might have you might that you might have to sacrifice giving up maybe two or three points to a wing forward, but it might cut out the uh, you know the two or three goals that Khan can bring. And if he's if he's going well for Kula, they're going to be they're not going to be beaten. If he plays well, Kula will win. So yeah, you have to you have to hammer the hammer for me. I think you have to go at their strengths, try and cut it out and and see where you go from there. And if if you can try and nullify Con, you'll go a long ways towards winning. But for me, Con O'Callaghan is probably up there with Colin Fenley is the best full, club full forward in the country. And you know it's very very difficult to stop him. Yeah, and then in saying that, you stop Con. Another man who can be underrated and probably looking to get back to his form from a few years ago, Mark Shute, um, a very good ball winner. Then you're talking about Sean Tracy and Jake Malone, who have played as well. Mm. But in saying that, is it just really Kula's quality and Kula being questioned has motivated him? We've seen the last day. And you think that'll just be enough for them to get over the line in this one? Yeah, if I was a betting man, Paul, I'd be putting my money on onto onto Cooler straight away. To be honest with you, I I, I think I think with with, with Bally Borden, to be honest, I think it's sort of the last thing of a dying wasp. To be honest with you, I think they're they're coming with it with it with a with a burst for this final. They're going to give it absolutely everything. I would feel you know with 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 those experienced fellas there, they 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 haven't won. You don't you don't win all the titles they've won for for nothing. You know they're they're they have huge know how, they have huge experience. But you know I think it's cool as there to win. To be honest, and I think their their performances. Against Bridget's and and even in the last 10, 15 minutes against Luke in the last day shows that they have that hunger and that that sort of bit between their teeth to say we're we're going to hold on to this title and I'd fancy them probably to get over the line this weekend by maybe I'd probably go six or seven points to be honest. Yeah, moving on to the uh, Limerick County final now, Doom coming up against Napierci. If you were to pick the finals, like. Last weekend, you could have been probably looking at a Kilmallock, Patrickville, Patrickville, obviously the county champions. Um, Kilmallock, very impressive against Napierci, but 
in fairness, Rory, we doubted Doom, but what a result comfortably, really, against uh, Kilmallock. A great Mulcahy goal later on. And Pat Ryan is really putting up his hand from Limerick, scoring seven points from play the last day. Yeah, the, the, the people at Dune are going to be delighted with me the last few weeks. You know, I've, I've, I've backed against them twice and they've, they've kind of came out and not, I wouldn't say they're listening to me a whole lot, but they've came out and said, you know, we, we, we're, we're, we're around and we're, we're, we're serious about this. And, and to be fair to them, they've, they've performed excellently. You know, I saw the highlights of the game last weekend and, you know, they were seriously impressive against Kilmallock, really, you know. They, they, they won by six in the end, but only for Graham Mulcahy's goal. In the end of it, they were up by nine, you know. So, you know, that, that was a very, very comfortable win for them, you know. And we know their, we know their credentials. We've spoken about that before. They've, they've won back-to-back uh, Limerick under-21 titles. They're, they're, they have a lot of underage talent down there, you know. And it's and it's really starting to show fruition for them, you know. They've, they, they have, as you said, Pat Ryan there centre forward the last day sure he was everywhere to be honest was he was he centre forward I don't know where he was playing he seemed to be centre forward full forward midfield he was everywhere you know and 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 he's re- he really is a fellow who's on farm and John Kiley and Limerick will be delighted with the farm he's shown and for this weekend Dune will definitely be hoping that he can show that again you know absolutely and um they're coming up obviously against the Limerick Kingpins uh, in the Piercy and Napierty just so ruthless, like the management team, if you're not pulling your way, Kevin Downs the last day taken off after 29 minutes and like take off player his calibre. But like as we were saying, Napierty just have such talent all around the field. But then you look at Dune like and to beat Kilmallock without Darrow Donovan, that's probably why you would have doubted on. But it, it it's a hard final really to call because Napierty were hit and miss in the group stages. Looked very impressive against Patrick as well, defeating them comfortably and doing defeating Kilmallock really. So I think we're poised here really for a great final. Yeah, I think so. The level, the level of hurling in Limerick is is gone through the roof. To be honest with you, with these, with the three or four teams that are in the in the last stage of the of the championship, you know, I I I, I think it's it's just just looking first of all at uh, at the Napierschik team by looking at them on 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 the TV the other day. The one thing that sprung to mind with me was the, the physical size of them. Jesus, they're 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 absolute monsters of men, to be honest with you. I think I think first of all, if you're going to, if you're going to try and try and beat those guys, maybe a physical battle is not the way to go about it anyway, because I think they've they've so many physical type of players on their team, I think they'd blow you out of the water. So Dune are gonna to have to play a, a smart style of hurling this weekend, a, a fast style of hurling and try and Try and get the intensity up, and try and try and play smart ball into their forwards, and get get the likes of Pat Ryan and Barry Murphy and these lads in the forwards on the ball. Because if you get into a battle with these Napierschik boys, I think there's only going to be one winner. They must have the the Limerick strength and conditioning coach training Napierschik because there's lads bursting out through jerseys so far as I can see. But for 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 Dune this weekend, it's very interesting. Like. You know they're they're a club that 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 have been around obviously in Limerick Ireland for a long time and you know they're looking for their first title they haven't won one or they they, they were in finals in eighty nine two thousand and two thousand and eighteen and they haven't really they haven't got over the line ever you know and it's it's it it's it's really exciting for them this weekend but you know they're they're going to have to keep level this weekend and and, and try and 
try and try and not worry about that type of thing and try and get their level of performance high. You know, with with their manager there, Tony Ward, we spoke about him last week. You know, they're definitely serious about what they're doing, and you know, he's not down there for reason. So they, I I think they fancy their chances quietly, but you know, with this sort of defensive players that they're missing at the moment, you know, they're going to find it difficult. So they'd be hoping this weekend, that this week, that Darrow Donovan can get back to some sort of fitness and, and 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 play a part, which is going to be a big ask. I think he was he was obviously wasn't able to play last week. So to be able to play this weekend again, now it's going to be difficult on him. So that's going to be, they'll be hoping to get him back and, and, and to play some sort of a role, you know, and for, for, for Napiersig, sure, there's, there's players everywhere. You know, I, I believe with the Kevin Downs one, you were saying about him being taken off. I think he has. A, he's carrying an injury. I think so far as I know, he 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 has stitches in his in his finger some way. I think he has a good few stitches in in a, in a wound on his hand. So that probably played a role in in him being taken off. But sure, they they have players everywhere. They have match winners everywhere. So for Dune, it's going to be it's going to have to be one of those days where everything is absolutely spot on and they just get the rub of the green to win it. You know. Yeah, but. In saying that, Dune, like, they do have a very impressive forward line. Barry Murphy, Josh Ryan, Jack Ryan and Pat Ryan. And they'll be looking to get ball into all of those. And I suppose, really, if Dune are to pull off a massive shock here, Pat Ryan is probably going to have to have a similar performance and Barry Murphy. Like, you'd be expecting them to really to have the game of their lives if Dune are to win the county title. Yeah, sure, they're going to have to, really. You know, Pat Ryan... To be fair to him, sure he he probably had one of those days last week where you get seven points from play. You know it's it's a difficult ask for him to to step up again next weekend and get another seven. But definitely he's going to have to contribute in a bit in a big big way. I think for them as well, Barry Murphy. Personally, I think he's going to have to con- contribute a little bit more from play on the scoreboard. You know, in, in the last few weeks, he's scoring his frees, all right. But I'd like to see him getting a little a few more scores from play, you know, and, and, and that's going to be a big one. You know, they, they seem to have a good forward line, though, as you said, you know, with Josh Ryan and, and, and Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan, two goals last week. J- J- uh, Josh Ryan, three points. So they have a good spread of scores throughout the team, which is which is important for for them. You know, they're not just dependent on a Pat Ryan to get a few scores, but, you know, I'd be hoping for them that Barry Murphy does step up that little bit more from play. He's excellent on his frees, but, you know, I, I think they'll be hoping for a contribution of maybe two or three points, four points from him maybe from play. And that, that, that'll that go a long way to helping Pat Ryan maybe cope with the, the extra attention that he's going to get this weekend because of his performance last week. You know, they're quite solid at the back as well, even though they've lost Richie English and Darrow Donovan. You know, Mikey O'Brien there is a solid centre-back as well. So he he's a good player. And the Springton have a lot of good players. There's no really weak player on their team. But, you know, for this weekend, you know, the... the the fact to get over the line for the first time—that's that—that's a big one. And some sometimes to 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 get over the line and win a championship for the first time, you have to you have to nearly play sometimes above yourself a little bit. And for this weekend, I would be. I'm not going to back Doom, but I'm hoping I'm hoping that they're going to win. To be honest with you, because I like to see I like to see a team, a first time team win, and especially a team like Doom who've been beaten in maybe three or four finals beforehand. You know, they're not just arriving in their first one and winning it. The, the club has gone through a lot of development, maybe a good bit of heartache heartache over the years, and you'd just be delighted for them this weekend if they could put in a performance and 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 beat 
beat probably one of the top three or four teams in the country and in the Piercing. But having said that, I'm I'm hoping for Dune personally, but I can't see I really can't see passing the Piercing, to be honest. I think I think they have they have they have bounced back really well this year in the championship. They're they're showing a hunger in the last few weeks that 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 they haven't shown maybe in the last few years. Even looking at the at the highlights on the TV, you know, there was you could hear the shouts from from the sideline of they were encouraging, they were they were shouting for every every hook and block that they got in, and I think they play a very very similar style to to, to the Limerick team where they they flood a lot of players back, they they keep their backs. In, in, in a set six and and the midfield and half hours drop back and they, they get on short ball and deliver it inside. So I think they'll, they'll probably have a little bit too much fire. Yeah, so as I, as I was saying, I was I I I'd be I'd be hoping that Dune would would pull out pull out one of those days where, you know, the whole team comes together and they really, really get that extra five ten percent out of themselves but to be honest with the firepower Napiersik has I, I, I probably would, would go for them to win it out in the end maybe by five or six points. Yeah that's what you'd be expecting with the quality even and Connor Royden and Peter Casey up front and if Downs can get fit as well and Will Dunhu at the middle field probably just have a bit too much here. Moving on to the goal senior hurling semi-finals um Capitago back where they wanted to be um, their fourth semi-final in a row, coming up against county champions St. Thomas's. Um, I suppose with Capitagli, they haven't been as impressive as other years, but they're here where they want it to be. And, like, you feel as a club, they just, they have to win this, like, losing four county semi-finals in a row, if it's this weekend, they lose again. It's just going to be so hard, I feel, to come back from it. Yeah, but sure, I suppose, Paul, you've said to me all year it's been so hard for them to come back from the last three and they still have, you know, they're, they're still there, you know, and that's, that's the thing for them. They haven't probably been as impressive this year as they have been in the last last year possibly, but, you know, they're still there with a shout and maybe this weekend is the weekend where they're going to they're going to have that that really, really big performance that's, that's going to push them into that final and, you know, to... to, to, to to get there is going to take that because they're coming up against the Thomas's team who are, you know, they're, they're, they're the aristocrats at this stage in Galway and they're the ones who are who have all the firepower, all the experience and, you know, for Capitagal to do it, it's going to have to take a huge performance. But, you know, there's there's it's a little bit different maybe from the last few years for them as well because, you know, there's probably not as much expected from them. You know, they're, the last year or two, they've been very, very close, only a point or two between themselves and Liam Mellows in semi-finals, and they were kind of maybe fancied here and there to, to win those games. So there, there's probably nobody in the country giving them a chance this weekend to win this game. So they can go in sort of with a free shot that, they're, that, they're, that they don't have a chance and, and, and go out and play freely and see where they, where, where they go from there. Yeah, I'm looking at the Cappy team, I suppose. James Skehill in goals, Declan Cronin in the full back line, Damien Joyce um, seems to be playing a more of a defensive role uh, this year, and then Dan Nevin at midfield, Alan Dolan has been very sharp in the freeze, and then be looking at Dolan Mannion, Niall Collins, Jairus Mannion, Rowan Gary up front. Like, they do have their talent here, and I suppose they're going to be underestimated uh, coming in. It's a different team they're playing. They've met Lee Mellows in the last three years. They're playing a, a very experienced Thomas's team. 
But in saying that, as you're saying, there's no pressure going in and probably it's probably doing them no harm coming up against the rage and hot favourites. And for me, I think they might just pull off a shock this weekend. Okay, you're 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 pushing for Capitagal anyway, but yeah, I I think to be honest with you, like the, the, I again not having seen them obviously on on a regular basis, I w- I wouldn't usually know some of their players, but you know you don't get to four Galway semi-finals in a row for no reason without without having good players. You know there's there's seriously good teams in Galway and seriously good teams who are out of the championship for a while and. You know they, they've been they've been very very consistent and you know if you look if you look at the four semi finalists this weekend you know along with along with Saint Thomas's Capitagal are the most consistent team in Galway over the last three or four years so you know you if you were them you know you're always going to look at the positives from your point of view and say you know we're still there we're still we're still not going away and sure if we keep coming and we keep keep producing you know eventually our day will come and that, that that's what impresses me about them more than anything they're not they're not lying down they're not burying their head in the sand and saying it'll never happen first and sort of feeling sorry for themselves you know they're coming back and like i'd be sure myself to be honest even if they don't win this weekend i think they'll come back again next year and they'll they'll keep knocking on that door till they get over the line you know it's going to be a huge ask for them this weekend you know they do they do have a lot of good players you know looking at their forwards even jam anion the last 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 game scored four points in play you know Alan Dolan scored his seven frees and 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 three from play so you know that's that's serious scoring in in, in any man's in any man's words in, in in a forward line so they have that talent there and with with James Skell in the goal you know he made a great save at the end of the end of the last game I believe and you know he's a serious man on puck outs and a serious weapon for them you know they're definitely going to have they're definitely going to have a shout this weekend you know I think Thomas is they, they, they've been coming strong in the last few weeks. You know, they, they scored that big score against Portumna, you know, even against Kalimer Daly the last day. You know, they were they were impressive enough, to be honest, you know, with, with, with maybe a few minutes left, they were, you know, they were coasting 121 to 14 points and they, they kind of gave away maybe two, two, I suppose, needless or sloppy goals near the end of it, which they won't be happy about. But they they sh- they had all the signs there that they're, that they're moving very, very well, you know, with the... With the Burks there, obviously their their backbone and the whole thing, and Connor Cooney is showing good form this year again, which is which is great for obviously St Thomas's, but it's, it's ominous for Galway as well. You know, Connor Cooney going well is is a player who who's up there in, in with with any of the best forwards in the country, to be honest. And you know, he probably hasn't performed as well as he can maybe in the last year or two with Galway, but you know, they'll be delighted to see him coming back so strong. And then in the spine of the defence, they have a very strong spine there with Shane. Cooney at centre back and Finton Bork at full back, two players who are going to be pushing very, very strongly for the Galway senior team this year. So, you know, they have all the strength really, and it's there for them this weekend to to to, to push on to another final. But I think these Capitagal lads can't be underestimated, to be honest. I think they'll they they'll have to perform, they'll have to be on their toes because these boys can can hurl, you know. The, the second half of the last game, Capitagal outscored their opponents twelve points to two. So that that just shows you the potential that they have in their team and the talent that they have in their team. Absolutely. And is it here again where you just think Thomas's big performers, TJ Ryan obviously involved, but 
the thing I feel with Thomas is, is they probably haven't been tested in a knockout game at Ireland. Sarsfields was a close group game, um, got over the line by a point, but comfortable really against Cranmer Daly. And they're coming in against obviously fancy Capitagal team, but they're coming untested into a semi final. It can sometimes catch up with you. Oh, for definite. That's it, you see, sure. Uh, like, there's no team unbeatable. You know, we, we, we spoke about that maybe even last week with, with Bally Hale. You know, James Stevens pushed him to the to the absolute limit, you know. where And the week before, we were everybody was, was talking about Bally Hale being, obviously, the super team. And they are a super team. But, you know, you can any team can be beaten on any given day. And if, if you're not, if you don't have the correct energy within the group, if you don't have the correct focus, you know, you're, you're, you, you, there's an opportunity there for any team to catch you, you know. I think I think Thomas's will will be under toes this weekend, but you know that's the key for Capitagal. They're going to have to like we like we've said before with with, with the with the Ballyboard and Cooler game. They're going to have to get this game into 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 a tight battle and and get it get it into the last quarter of the game with, with a chance and see, see can they see can they get opportunities then that that's that's the key to it. If you open up the game against the Thomases of this world and you you're not. You're not defensively strong and you're not maybe, I suppose, playing on the edge, which you're going to have to do as well. If you're not playing on that edge, you're not going to really beat a St. Thomas's. So you're going to have to take chances. You're going to have to attack everything. And hopefully then for them with, with, with 10, 15 minutes left, left they're there, they're there in, in the fight. And again, as I said, if they're there in the fight with 10 or 15 minutes left, they're, they're not going to go away. But I, I honestly think looking at it from the outside, I, th I think... With, with with the score and power of, of St. Thomas's, with the spine of their team, with the players that they have, I think they will, unfortunately for Capitagal, probably uh, subject them to, to their fourth loss in a row. But I, I'd still have to say I, I, I admire Capitagal and I hope they keep coming back. Yeah, the other um, semi-final, Turlock Moore coming up against Lockray. Turlock Moore defeating Sarasfields in the quarter-final. Lockray pulling off a huge shock against Lee Meadows. Um, the amazing thing here for Lockray is their top scorer, Jamie Ryan, was suspended for the quarterfinal. So they got into the semi-final without him. Joseph Mooney and Johnny Cohn, very essential in the Kiris as well. Um, and Jeff Linsky obviously involved. It's it's a tough game to call. There's been a lot of, like like most years in Galway, Turlock Moore are predicted to get to the county final. But they're coming up against a well-set-up Lockray team and a Lockray team that are going to be hungry to get back into a county final. Yeah, sure, that's it. I think, I think, like, if you look at it, Turlock Moore are, are the, the, the expected team probably in goal. We said this before, they're the team probably expected most to put it up to St. Thomas's this year, really. But, you know, they're coming up against a Lockray team who, you know, they've a new young team, but they, they've found an energy this year that they haven't had in had in a few years and you know they've been Lock Ray have been around Galway Hurling a long time and they're they've been in maybe three or four finals since they last won one in two thousand and six. So, you know, they, they they're going to believe in themselves this weekend as well and they're certainly not going to roll over to a Turlock Moore team who are, you know, performing well. They look like they're they look like they they, they have a, a confidence about them this year. But you know, to get back into a final for them you know that's going to be a huge thing. They haven't. I was only reading today that 
they haven't been in a final since 1990. That's 30 years ago. So you know that, that that's a whole that's a whole lifetime for some of the boys. You know, some of the lads who were playing with them this weekend wouldn't have even been alive. You, you weren't there yourself, Paul. So you know, I was I, I I was around that time myself, and I don't I don't remember Torlock Moore being in the final, but they haven't won. I think they've only won one final in Galway so far as I know, and. You know that that that's not an easy thing to turn around. So there's, there's I suppose for me there's pressure on Torlock Moore now to deliver this weekend. You know they've they've got into a semi final. They're back. They're back there. They're where they want to be. And you know they're going to have to. They're going to have to find a way just to get over the line this weekend. I think they have the they have the tools to do it, but they're going to have to just keep themselves level, get 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 a performance out of themselves. And if they get a performance against this Lockray team, I think they might have a little bit too much experience for them to get over the line. But you know, Lockray are are wily enough there with with Jeffrey Linsky training them. You know, Johnny Cohn is back there, full back. You know, he's he's after settling it down there a good bit for them, full back. Neil Keary, as you were saying, is, is still under on their team. And then they've they've a sprinkling of, of nice young players in their team. Martin McManus there is centre forward and he's he's after doing a good bit of hurling for them this year as well. So I think it's going to be a very, very close game in Galway this weekend and it's very hard to call, to be honest. Yeah, moving on now to the last county final we're going to predict. Lockmore Castellani going up against Kildangan. Um first Rory, I don't know if you see the story about Lockmore Castellani for their training. Uh, for the first hour, they bring hurls to the session, and the second hour is to bring the footballs. Then, and they have some of the same coaching team, but it's absolutely remarkable what they've done. Um, a county final in football and a county final in hurling. The last time they done the double was twenty thirteen, but just remarkable stuff from a club. Yeah, sure. They're 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 they're, they're admirable. To be honest with you, you know they're 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 you know they're. You know, you just look at them. They're all so they're all so natural. As 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 I I I haven't seen them playing football, but I'm sure they're natural. The same thing in the football, but they're just natural players. There seems to be no, there seems to be no big fuss about them. There seems to be nothing about them. They just go and play every weekend, and it's just it's just what they do. It's such a part of them at this stage that you know they don't even think about. It. I don't think they think about being tired. I don't think they think about the fact that you know maybe they're only getting fifty percent hurling time or football time. They just go and deal with it and get on with it, and and they seem to have such a spirit in themselves that you know they seem to have, you know, such drive and ambition to say you know we can go and do this again. And obviously winning the double in 2013 was a huge achievement, but to get back there again now six or seven years later is even bigger. Even to get back into both finals, whether they win them or not, to get back there again as a club team and as a as a club is just unbelievable to be honest. Absolutely, and uh, they're coming up against Killadangan. Um, at Killadangan uh, side, I suppose you did fancy them from the start. Um, Billy Seymour going very well for them, and uh, Willie Connors at midfield. But Seven McGrath's involved with Lockmore Castellani um, this weekend. John Mayer as well from uh, the football going very well at centre back for Lockmore Castellani. And like, it's a tough game to call because I suppose both teams have been there, thereabouts. Uh, the last few years and with Barclay knocked out Turles Sarsfields Nina both of these teams are going to feel that like there'll never be a better chance again to win a county title yeah well you see to be honest with you it's, it, it's a kind of a the mindset of both teams is interesting this weekend for me to be honest I think like Lockmore are coming into this game sort of on a 
on a crest of a wave and you know everything is so positive and everything is so so good within the club and at the other side of it then you've Kiladangan who you know they're back into a third final in 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 three or four years and you know they've got beaten in two you know they haven't really performed in two of them really but they're they're back again and and their mindset this weekend is probably that little bit maybe more more nervous than Lockmore's. Lockmore will probably have a mindset of, a mindset of less attack the game, whereas whereas the mindset of Kiladangan uh, could possibly be one of, of of a little bit of fear that Genie are we going to lose three finals now in the last four years because you know you get into a by getting into that sort of a rut, you can get stuck in it. So for Kiladangan this weekend, it's a it's a massive, massive game for for them in 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 the whole context of their club. To be honest with you, you know, I think Lockmore have won finals in Tip. They've they've been around and they will be around. Kiladangan will be around the next few years as well. But I think the damage that 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 losing this weekend could do to them could 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 be very very dangerous. So for them this weekend. They're going to have to have to get a, get a big performance out of themselves. You know, they haven't really played played up to scratch the last two finals they played in, especially last year. I would say maybe in sixteen against Torlis, they were maybe a little bit young, but last year they didn't perform the way they wanted to play, and that's the biggest killer for them probably more than anything else from last year's final. Whatever about losing it. Not to perform is is the killer really, and that that leaves a, a a kind of a knot in your stomach for twelve months. But they've they've an opportunity this weekend now to 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 get going again. They've 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 a balanced team. They've came through the championship very very nicely. You know they've 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 from the start. I fancied them obviously, and I'm 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 sti- I'll be sticking by them this weekend. But you know they, they they've came through nicely. The last day they they played well in the semi final, you know, played well within themselves. Really, to be honest, they they shot a lot, a good few wides in the in the first half, and they wouldn't be happy with that. And that was sort of the case last year in the final as well, where they they kind of shot wides that sort of took the momentum out of the, out of their game. So for this for them this weekend now they need to be very very economical in the in their passing, and then when they're shooting, shoot with conviction and put the ball away and. I think if they if they can do that early on and build up their confidence, they're going to have a big say in this game. Yeah, and just finally, like some of the matchups, um, uh, possibly here, you'd expect Willie Connors and Noel McGrath to battle it out. Probably Alan Flynn um, to go and pick up John McGrath, and and then probably Brian McGrath to go on Billy Seymour. Like all the intercounty talent on each other, it, it it'll be intriguing, really. Yeah, I I think looking at it. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but I I, I par- probably think that that with with Lockmore you, you you need to be you don't have as many players maybe to worry about as you do with with Kiladanga. I think I think the Kiladanga team is probably more more spread out and and and, and more balanced throughout. You know, I, th- I think obviously with with Lockmore with the two McGraths, John and Noel, sure they're just they're just magic. You have Evan Sweeney in the full forward line, who's another dangerous player, and you're talking about Brian McGrath in maybe midfield, and and and, and, and Thomas McGrath last day played midfield as well. So they, they're their main players, but for me, uh, Kiladangan probably have more players throughout the field. The two Flynns, Billy Seymour, Dan O'Mara, Willie Connors, 
all these fellas, and then there's a sprinkling of other players around their pitch as well who are who are who are very very impressive, you know. So I I think the matchups are interesting, but I don't think any of these teams will get too bogged down in matchups. To be honest, I don't think it's really the Tipperary way to 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 get too bogged down in matchups. They'll sort of just maybe line out their teams the way that way they're going to line out and and see what changes need to be made as the game goes on, you know. Definitely, you'll have to try and shut down the John McGrath of this world, who's who's just magic when he's on fire, you know. Five points and play the last day, he was the difference between the teams. But you know, if if Killadangan can get their their performance right and 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 get their focus right, I th- I think they'll I, I kind of still fancy them to win it. You know, I think they were very aggressive the last day in the tackle. They they turned over a lot of ball, and if they can do that in the early stages of this game and 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 shake lock lock more a little bit. I think they they might have too much in the end to win the game and 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 win their first final and I'd love to see them win their first final because like I know myself to be honest with you our, our, our my my own club at home we've won we've won a lot of titles in the last in the last twenty years but I remember the first one we won back in in nineteen ninety four and it was a day that the club would never forget to be honest with you and I I I think it it'd be a huge thing for a parish like Killadangan who are who are so uh, into their hurling, and I know with Darry Egan there in the primary school in their place, he's he's driving the hurling a lot, and for them, I think it'd be a huge thing if they could get over the, the line this weekend. And I fancy them to do it. I think they're going to get a get a big performance this weekend, and if they perform to, to the best of their ability, I think they they'll get over the line maybe by three or four points. But Lockmore are certainly certainly going to be in in with a shout for a long time. Absolutely, it'd be interesting to see. And another county final that gets underway this weekend is the battle between Kilmoyley and Causeway in the Kerry Senior Hurling uh, Club Championship. But uh, some huge finals and semi finals to look forward to this weekend. And it'd be interesting uh, to look back on the results after the weekend of action. But thanks mainly for your time, Rory Jacob.